The podcast you are listening to of Holmberg's Morning Sickness is brought to you by my friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Trust me on this one. You've had barbecue before, but you haven't had it this good. Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Eric'sFamilyBBQ.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage... All the way to the, we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Thank you, Alliance. Ready to go. Thursday morning. Here we go. This week's flying by. Love it. Uh, sun's tonight. I think that's why. It's because you got stuff to look forward to. You're like, at least for me, I'm kind of excited about day-to-day activities. There was nothing better last night. Quality hockey and the Lakers losing on a second TV. It's just, it just makes for a great night. Looking at LeBron get punked by Bane. And he's just getting mouthed off to and not liking any of it. Oh, it's great. Well, not a lot more. I've said this before about my my sports love. My joy comes more from the rivals falling than it does from my team winning. I it's Schadenfreude or whatever Schadenfreude or whatever they call that stuff. Schadenfreude. 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 When you watch the Lakers lose, it's so much joy because you know there's so many sad Laker fans, and that's just a wonderful thing. And when your Steelers or your Suns or your, you know, whatever your team is, win, it's nice. But there's nothing that makes me happier than crying Patriots, crying Ravens, crying, crying 49ers. Lakers, crying 49ers for you. That doesn't bother me at all. I got zero there, but everybody's got somebody. Crying Packers, which you love crying Packers, but no. most of the time they're looking at you yeah. with Aaron Rodgers saying, I own you. And there's Not nothing. anymore. You can't fight back. <laughs> I still own you. Yeah, I still own you. Is still like, that had to be so painful because I've never had... That like that's just well, your, and that your was the head thing. drops. Everybody gets all the Bears fans got pissed, and I'm like, he's right. Yeah, yeah. The what worst part about? is you have to deal yeah. with reality. But there's not much better than sad LeBron James crying Lakers bitch and cry when Anthony Davis got elbowed in the head last night and his eye started to bleed, and then that fragile pile of humanity started to swell up. I'm like, I've never been happier in my life than watching them lose. One of them's puffy, like he just got out of a domestic violence situation. I was happy. I was just pure happy. Like, there's very few moments in life where you get pure joy, unencumbered by anything. That was it. And all I thought was, God, I hope Anthony Davis gets into celebrity boxing because he, he has no chin. He can't take a punch. He got one bump to the head, and he swelled up like a puffer fish. It was great. Like he just was on an episode of Slap. No, because at least you get slapped twice and slapped. Never ever is slap over after the first shot. But with Anthony Davis, it is like he's all swollen. It looked like he'd been through t- ten rounds with a real. F- and it's just faces. I mean, you got hit once, and you have the nerve to mean mug when you do something badass. No, you're not. You get tapped. You swell. You're like a bloated woman. You have salt. You expand. I've got IBS. Yeah, so does his face. You can't have the wrong thing or just it, it, it's a week's worth of trouble. I'm I slow. love it. Love it. 
So last night was really nice. Tonight, hopefully, more of the same. I know there's a lot of people out there. Uh, I got a guy who emails me all the time. He's His happiness is sad Suns fans. He is a uh, Golden State Warriors fan. Like, I love watching sad Suns fans. So, you know, everybody has their Mr. Glass looking at you going, you are my enemy. But, boy, there's, you know, it's almost universal outside of Lakerland that no matter who you root for, you love seeing sad Lakers. Just love it. Love it. Uh, We talked yesterday about sports with the trans thing and how easy it would be to solve. They did it in Australia. Our trans listener, Aiden, who pops in every once in a while, he's our official voice of the trans community. Mm So, John, you know me uh, somewhat. I'm your trans guy listener, Aiden. When I was younger, I played quarterback for my flag football Little League team. I'm sure some fathers were mad, but I had a throwing arm. Even uh, was a starter on a co-ed basketball team for Tempe City in high school. This was before 2010, of course. I wanted to be on the football team or the wrestling team. But did I attempt to join? No. Why? Because it wasn't the time or place. Nowadays, I like what he's saying. These trans today is the, should be the title. <laughs> ah, these trans today. Nowadays, these trans newbies feel entitled to disrupt the entire system. Uh, I can see where uh, they're coming from trying to challenge or advance it. But I graduated from Hellbrook High School, not exactly the most open city of trans gay folk. I find it entertaining when I hear about trans women or trans men who dominate the opposition sport. If anything, Holmberg made the survival of the fittest exceed trans guy chief aid. He's basically saying, hey. I was trans when it wasn't cool. I had to fight some real battles out there, and I didn't go running around screaming I should be the quarterback of the football team. I knew my priorities. Can you imagine growing up trans in Holbrook? Ooh, ooh. And then you try to get on the girls' basketball team? Come on. Let's hear it for the original trans, the OTs out there, who had to fight when it was a real fight. Not just when somebody side-eyed you funny and you could sue them, and there were lawsuits and people lost their jobs. Old school trans who used to actually get made fun of or knocked around for being a man in a dress. You know, what Trump calls the MAGA country. Please. I'm, I'm with the old trans. These new trans, I don't like your approach. I'm with Aiden. I'm old school. I'm old school when it comes to trans. These know your trans role. soft. That's right. These new trans, they come in there. You can't even look at them wrong. The next thing you know, half the office is fired. So thank you, Aiden, for kicking in on that and letting us know. The trans community is not represented by one individual. You're all independent, uh, sovereign people of individual thought. The community does not get represented by one homogenized thought process. You're all different, and that's the way it should be. And I like when some trans people admit they hate other trans people. That makes me happy because that's proof they're not thinking monothought. Some trans people are dickheads doesn't make me transphobic. It makes me realize that trans person, despite being anything, is a dick no matter what he is, even if he doesn't want his. I wonder if it comes down to the, the story that you're talking about originally from yesterday is that the coach is really upset because he's like, if I get this guy on my team, we'll yeah. win in oh. states. Now, if I was the coach of a girl's basketball team and a boy wanted to play, I would go full ladybugs. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, this we got to get this. This is not right here. This six foot six inch, 221 pound lady needs to be on our team. Immediately. Every one of those girls are getting the crotch dunk. Three-hand Tom like, yeah! leaping over him. Ouch! <laughs> Melissa hit me in the head with her balls when she jumped over me. Again. I got it. This has to stop, Coach. It's clear she's different. She's not different. We're all equal. She scored 44 points last night. 
in high school. We had 48 points. I'm tired of it. You can't see me. Ow! My balls! Anyway, thank you, Aiden. You're right. Growing up in Holbrook had to be rough. He fought the real battle and came out a better person on the other end. Growing up in Holbrook, period. Growing up in Holbrook, and imagine that. Growing up in Holbrook and hating your own genitals. That's a, that's a double curse. You're not fitting in at all. you got to learn how to adapt to society, not the other way around. And he's done it. And that's the, that's what people are angry about. Everybody in society has to adapt to people. Huh? You adapt to society. I had to do it. You have to do it. Like tonight when I go to $10 Sun's Night, I'm not going to go in there and tell them my way. I'm going to go in there and eyeball it and adapt to that. And if I don't like it, I'm going to run for my life. So I'm assuming I'll be there for about eight minutes. You're going to shank to a spork. I'm, you know, I'm running from spork people. If I see a spork, I might be triggered. <laughs> Ooh, there's that guy Brett was talking about. You want a bite of these? No, spork man. <laughs> Don't threaten my family. What? Uh, have you seen what they're doing in New Mexico with dead birds? No. That's, that's a weird transition. Yeah, it is. Now, first off, there's lots of birds in the world, but the question's always been, where? No, there's not. I know. That's the only time I'm no, with the bird not. people. The <laughs> birds aren't real people. The only time I might be with them is, where are all the dead ones? Coyotes. Can't be that many coyotes. There's more birds than our coyotes. I see hummingbirds in my backyard. I never see a dead bird. I have... Insects will... Okay, so insects aren't fast enough that I wouldn't see dead birds. It's, yeah, they're around for a week or two. I watched one drop out of the sky. they get carted off into a hole. Right. But I have lovebirds in my backyard. I've got this beautiful pigeon. that is the only one I haven't chased off. He's got a white head, and he sits on the top step of my pool. The coolest pigeon I've ever seen in my... And he looks at me like, so... Like he, gives, he gives me a look. Fearless. I'll walk out. He is... He doesn't care, and he lives in a palm tree. He's... I've hosed out all my palm trees. Beautiful the palm trees I have. The, the pigeons started to kind of ruin them, so I just and they were taking human sized dumps in my backyard. So I'd take a hose out there and I'd fill the hole in the palm tree that they'd made. I'd just hold the hose as long as it's like fifteen, eighteen feet up, and I'd hold the hose on the hole, and then they'd come out angry like they're in there, like God damn it! So the one he just kind of caught, like he we we made a deal, me and this white headed pigeon. You guys made a deal. Yeah. Oh, okay. He carved out an edge, but he didn't make a hole. So he just kind of sits in it. Like, he sees me, I see him. He's not hiding inside there. He's not making big messes. He's not pooping everywhere. And I'm like, I'm leaving him. I like him. He's got this beautiful black body. He's like he's in a tuxedo. All the other gray ones I can't stand. So I've hosed them out. They're gone. The white one stands there and walks around the back. The dogs aren't. He doesn't care. Dogs leave him alone. He's looking. He's like one of our pets. Sit, and I'll sit there, and I'll be outside, and I look over, and I hear, boop. I just look over and there's a pigeon in the pool. He's looking at me like, "Sup, man? You're taking a dip. <laughs> You're the coolest pigeon in the world. Now, of all those other pigeons that were there, you'd assume eventually there'd be an abuela pigeon that just drops dead and I find it in the backyard. Every time I find a dead bird in my backyard, it's because one of the dogs ate it. It isn't because it died first. So dead birds are in, the, in New York. They just don't, like, have heart attacks. And, like, you just in the pile of pigeons at the park, there's one just is suffering and then dies. It doesn't happen. New Mexico's been finding them, putting servos in them, making them drones. It's real. Like so, New Mexico like is taking story a couple years ago where the lady made a drone out of her cat. Kind of, but they're but this is so for like, almost like they're taxidermy. They're taxidermied, and then given a little bit of flexibility in the wings, and they're making them drones. So now you can't like it looks like a bird. It's a stiff bird. 
It's yeah. not doing a lot of actual real cool bird stuff. But it's uh, it's fairly fascinating because they're just they're giving dead birds new life, basically, for research. And I don't know what they're researching with it. What okay. else would you, you just spy with it, right? Yeah. That's the only possible. That's, that's what it looks like on the that's ground. Put, show that. it in the air. Like if they got a video of it, you'll see it in the air. It's really weird to watch because it's, it's flapping. I don't know. You'd have to be looking for it to notice a difference. You know, that's a pretty good. Flap. It's pretty good flap, but I mean, you'd have to, you'd have to be like, hey, I'm looking for drones. I think that one's different than the others. Like it's a little stiff. It's almost like yeah, a- but only bird nerds are gonna know, <laughs> right? Know, gonna really look into. Look at that. You wouldn't know. So it's uh, they're equipped with like little. So they're finding these dead birds and then they're taxiderming them and making them drones. But it, it, the story never really says why. They say research programs to get in with birds to fi- no, so they can research the birds. Yeah, they research birds, birds and dead birds and make them as a drone. And the only thing that we need to provide Middle Eastern them to guy. make them alive mm-hmm. is to basically design an actuation mechanism, put it in their body, and everything is there. So yeah. We do reverse engineering. We'll calculate what has been the weight of We're the We're going to find out what it was alive, so much more about grouse. Hey, look, call me crazy. Yeah, they got five of them right yeah. in a row. Create oh, man. something similar. Call me names, say I'm old-fashioned, but I don't like that accent saying we've invented a new system of flight. Okay, hold on. <laughs> we got something you won't recognize, and it's flying around all the time. See what it says there? Uh-uh. The aim is for the drones to blend in with a flock right. of living right. birds. and why would that like be? Frank is going to be like, what? Yeah, hey, this bird's making a lot What's more noise than on? me. Hey, uh, Steve, what's with all the buzzing? <laughs> Steve doesn't talk. Steve doesn't communicate. Tap, tap. What's with all the mute birds we've gotten right. in this community lately? And they land and go... <laughs> <laughs> oh, landing is great. If they're going to be part of a flock... Yeah, it's in that land. flock and they they see an eagle or a yeah. predator coming out. <laughs> yeah. Unload the drone. But the other birds, like all the other birds, are going, oh, we're going to take off here. I saw some uh, ground squirrel. We're going to go... Are you ready to go? And then Steve starts going... <laughs> like, Steve, you're... You fly different than all of us. Like, the birds aren't going to... This is for bombing. Did you hear that? We can make a little birds and make a blend with other birds. I don't like the accent. I don't like the technology. These are little bombs. You're like, look at that beautiful lovebird. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, oh, Jesus Christ. We're getting duped. Like, you don't take birds and make them phony and then have a guy tell you, we're doing it for research. No, you're not. You're doing it for bad guy stuff. This is what an evil villain would do. They smell, they're sticky, they say things that are horrible. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. Evil villains pick up carcasses and reanimate them for research. That's okay. a beautiful That's flying bonds. V of That's geese a... coming right at yeah. you. <laughs> Listen to that. Their flaps are so... 
uniform. It's, it's, it's almost like a pickup truck. Come on, John. You don't see dead birds in Phoenix because the homeless people are eating them. Maybe that's true. But you'd think you'd see one just tumble Swab. out of the sky or off of, fall out of a tree. They have to die. There's so many of them. You'd think, they'd, you'd think the floors would be littered with birds and like, yeah, they die a lot too. That's the circle of life. Like a few hundred people die every day. And a few hundred people are born. It's got to be the same with birds. Oh, my God, John. You're right. Airport cops ain't paying any bird on the tarmac any right. mind. Right. <laughs> and you get this guy. Hello. My name's Mahmoud. And we've invented the drone birds. And I'm like, this is a terrible thing. And I'm not. You, you always tell me, see something, say something. That. <laughs> I know it makes me a bigot, but that. I'll tell you one thing that would be handy on the drone bird if you made it uh you know, a drone falcon or a drone hawk. Yeah. It, pigeons hanging out at your oh, place. Oh, sure. They get rid of your pigeons. Sure. That's how they're going to sell it to Dunn's, yeah. but Yeah. There's all sorts of angles they could take. <laughs> this guy says, as a pool guy, I'd let John know. I see dead birds all the time. You flatters weirdo. Frogs are gay. <laughs> ah, well, I know it sounds like a conspiracy, but I don't. I'm, look, I'm not digging around. He's too. questioning New Mexico. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm questioning where the dead birds go, and it makes me wonder if birds are real. And now I see one or birds two on every walk. Oh, I see. Well, you yeah. don't see them like though. Yeah, like, but like but you think. wonder. You think a lot more would drop down, like on golf courses. Window strikes. Hundred. That's the only time I see them is when they make mistakes, like like crash course evil Knievel birds. We're on the golf course. There's thousands and thousands and thousands of birds. Never a dead one. If there is, it's got hit by a golf ball. No, you don't just see all the other birds gather around going, what was his time? I don't know. Do they go hide? Do they die? In, I don't know how they do it. But they're doing a good job of keeping it clean. i got to tell them that. But now New Mexico, and from uh, Albuquerque Research Center. It's like, we make these uh, the lovely fake dead birds. Why? What for? Research for other birds. I'm like, no, we can research the real living birds without a fake one. I love New Mexico. <laughs> New Mexico, they remind me of home. Yeah, it looks a lot like where you're from. I know you're making me a big. You're making me the bigot. I didn't do this. <laughs> All these exchange students. Look, I'm bald, white, and I don't walk around in jack boots for a reason. They may look good on me, but I know what people think when they see it. Middle Eastern guy inventing air travel. <laughs> no, you're not allowed to do that out loud. I come up with a new way to take dead bird and make it the flight again. Uh, no. Blend in with flock. No, 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 no. I'm not going to use it for bad. <laughs> okay. Well, then you don't need to do it at all. I want to learn more about birds. You guys know enough about birds. <laughs> we need to expand the wingspan because of a bigger <laughs> payload. <laughs> you need more fuel. The bird doesn't need any fuel. It's dead. Bury it. You're done here. We've also decided that we're bringing back Dodo. We're going to teach it to fly. I'm look. You're making me think it. What is this uh, C4 Eagle? Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> thinking this before I saw the video, so it's your fault. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. I'm not supposed to think that way, but guess what? We all do. If you saw a dude, you know. Talking about that kind of stuff, and he's like, mm, in Afghanistan, they're inventing, they're taking the dead birds and they're making them fly again. Yeah, that's up to no good. I don't trust it at all, but when I saw who was doing it, I'm like, okay. What's the angle here to investigate flocks of birds? We know all we need to know about birds.
Now we've got bomb birds and <laughs> RoboCops. Right. Last, last I heard, drones for enthusiasts but turned into like Obama had 407 million kills with drones. I'm like, we use drones for bad. Now you can make them look like, you know, now they can blend in with everything else we see in the daytime. Mm, terrible idea. Let's make birds uh, mechanical so nobody notices. Any objections? One. Oh, bigot. Okay. Oh, yeah, sure. I'm sure no bad guys are going to get a hold of this. Okay, hold on. You're telling me Despicable Me is real? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. <laughs> Somebody saw Despicable Me and went, that is a great idea. <laughs> Phony birds that you can use for payload drops. I'm sure no one has bad intentions with that. What's the lesson today? Uh, if you find that bird, bring it to me. Oh, God. Eh, he's going to give me an F if I don't do it, so I better get some dead birds to that guy. It poops acid. <laughs> Look, it, it, it's, in order to blend with other birds, has to make uh, feces, so it, uh, it, uh, it shits COVID all over the world. <laughs> oh, great. Good idea. That bird just crapped ricin all over me and my kids at the park. This bird crap just made a hole all the way through my arm. Chip, chip. Great idea. I'm a skeptic, and I'm not afraid to tell you that some things look funny. Again, see something, say something. Remember that guy who didn't tell on his neighbor? Bird strikes on a plane. Oh, yeah, you know. You can fly them right into jets and stuff. And it's going to be worse because they're... Dr- you know how you're not allowed to have drones near the airport at all? There's a reason why. Because they could get stuck in engines or just disrupt something. And plus, they could be used as bombs. Now who's going to notice when the flock of birds comes by and you go, one of those isn't real. And he peels off from the V and goes right into the frontier. They're flying in a pattern. It, it, yeah. it, says, it says Allah. What, what is that? <laughs> Allah, a bird. What the, what the f*** is going on up there? Why is that over there? Birds are for takeoff. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, we've got a bunch of birds buzzing around the... They're in a V, and they just made... Okay, they've gone into a formation. Why did the Valkyries just play? It's been a lot in space. Should I turn around? I think it's just birds, sir. Just keep flying. I think you're wrong here. All right. Get back. Malaysia Airlines, flight 455. Good night. Oh, man. I used a different flight number. Anyway, so I looked at that, and I'm like, all right, it's okay to be skeptical of this. I, I, you know, we're all talking about they're all excited about the advancements and I'm like Mm-mm, don't like this I don't like flying things that aren't real that blend in with things that are real it's just going to be it's a bad guy recipe recipe for bad guy it's got to be in that anarchist's handbook somewhere to take a dead animal and make it real and then fly it into somebody's house and that's where it'll start like a bird will just hover in your window or you and your wife are sitting there and Oh, isn't that cute? The bird's watching us make love. There is a God. I'm like, no, that's the neighbor filming us. Honey, he's been around that feeder, but not eating the whole time. I didn't know pigeons had little props on their wings. They don't. That's Here comes all the rest of them. (laughs) Isn't nature wonderful? We're not looking at nature, honey. That's Al-Qaeda. I think I hear... I think I hear its call. <laughs> get some! Get some! Get some! We don't have seagulls in Phoenix. This is bad. Yeah, I don't I don't trust that at all. 
email me all day. You're a bigot. You're right. I keep my eyes up. My head's on the swivel. That one guy a few years ago, his neighbor was getting all those packages. That's an excessive amount of packages. But he's got a turban, so I ain't saying nothing. Dude was getting nothing but bombs. See something, say something. I don't like this dead bird transformation. I'm with Brady. You don't play God with with drones. (laughs) They're used for bad things. One thing that was great, though, that came out of here. Did you finish that thing? Yeah. This is the best video I've heard in years. Now, there is an argument to be made that this man didn't handle himself well. But we've all been there, and we all understand it. Uh, Southwest Airlines flight. This brother had had enough. I don't fault this guy. I don't either. I think he could have handled himself better, but his point was made in how come you're telling me to shut up while this baby's crying. Oh, you got the ride of the Valkyries going on the whole time behind it, too. What? No, it's... I think you might have ride of the Valkyries going on. How is that playing? I don't know. You're doing it. It's beautiful. But as a dude on the Southwest Airlines, there's a baby crying the whole flight, and he finally... Snaps. Is it here? Are you got it? Nope. Still flying the drone. <laughs> Toledo's been taken over by the drones. <laughs> At least the song. Start is. Over. I hope so. Just generally in life or this video? <laughs> here we go. It's on TMZ. <laughs> You've got more than one thing playing. That's a lot cleaner when I hear it. There's something else going on. I can't understand well, it's it. From the air, it's from the airplane. Because uh-uh, yesterday we could understand it. Now I can't hear it. This is what he said. Anyway, so this dude cussing. This dude has maybe that lost his mind, screaming at the top of his lungs about the baby. Keep playing, and we start yelling. I don't yeah. care about that. Yeah. Baby. Well, Tell me, shut up. You're not going to He basically calls the baby a mother after about twelve oh, times. times. Yeah, and it's, it's hilarious. the best Hilarious. Uh, yeah, find the video because that, that for some reason that sounds really muddled. But the, uh, yeah, it is a complete catastrophe nightmare. Now, he gets escorted off by the police. And his argument was, why am I being told to shut up? And that ba- and the baby is in the background still screaming. And he's not wrong. Like, why don't you tell the parents, like, look, you've got to quiet this baby? Because you can't. So why? when he loses and he starts screaming, he's like, how come I have to be quiet? You're being disruptive. So that mother f- back there. Go tell that baby to shut up. Now, his big white wife, angry. And sad. Like she's just miserable. can't say anything. The police escorted the guy off the plane. And she tails along. Yeah, she's just there with her head down, realizing it's not good. Although, we've all been there. Yeah. We have all thought to work. And, and the people filming it are all laughing. Everybody hated it. You feel bad for the people with the crying baby on a plane. But at a certain point, you got to figure out a way to muzzle that thing. Because this makes sense to me. This, this, we're you're allowed that. This, that you're allowed that, that one nightmare flight. Oh, I got lucky just, with Alex and yeah. it never cried. On it's a, a plane. good thing. But when a baby starts screaming on a plane and it won't for an hour, the airlines have to be lenient on the guy who loses it because he lo- he lost it and it's hilarious. He called. I'm calling the baby a mother <laughs> twice. That's epic, memorable, forever stuff. That's like. Get that man a statue, Steph, because yeah. he's the guy who said what we all wanted to think, or what we were all thinking, what we all wanted to say.
But calling a baby a mother is brave publicly, but he does it a couple of times and he does it loudly. The guy filming it, kudos to the dude filming it too because he's laughing the whole time. And he's got the thing over the shoulder because the guy just it goes bananas. And he was like, I was asleep and that mother won't shut up and I'm the one who has to be quiet. And look, we're going to escort you off the plane. We'll escort the baby off the plane. There should be the, a fee. The plane... Um you know that sometimes they used to offer headphones and stuff. They should. He said he had his he headphones, had his headphones in. on, but it's still yeah, there's always canceling headphones. The baby was losing its mind, and I feel bad for parents who have a baby oh, that loses. I feel bad mind. with the parents because you're uh, at that particular time. You're trying everything. Doesn't matter. You're, you're, I feel bad for the parents because they had one. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Here's what I suggest: <laughs> all airlines do. Parents are going to hate this. There is a disruption fee. You run the risk that if your baby goes crazy, like I got to pay extra for a third bag. Family class. No, because then it's because they'll screw no, that up. That, like he said, it's a tin can. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're on the same tube. If loud babies carry, if your baby can't be controlled and it's noticeable, it's basically like a referee's call on charging or blocking. The steward or stewardess, and I know you're not supposed to call them that anymore, goes over and says, I'm sorry, we're going to fine you. You're getting fined. Make a penalty box. They charge you for everything. Well, that's what I'm saying on the family class. You close out that section. No, you can't. You can never, they charge you for everything on a plane. Mm-hmm. If your baby loses it, there's a there's a risk of taking a baby on the plane that you're going to get charged an extra couple hundred bucks if it goes nuts. It would keep people from bringing their babies with them. Put a seatbelt in the lavatory. No, and then, uh, this is my way is totally better. No, because because now the, now that's clogged up with crying baby, and now it's muted crying baby. It makes everybody realize, you know what, that baby's crying, and it's miserable for us. But those people just they just got a two hundred and fifty dollars fine. I can live with that. And you know what it would do? Make people think twice about flying with their infants. I don't know where you got to go with a baby. On a plane, ever, unless it's for heart surgery or something for the baby. That's the only time a baby needs to be on a plane. If baby's visiting grandma and grandpa, grandma and grandpa can come to the baby. There should be a, a risk reward factor. Now, if your baby's really good, you don't. You can get a discount. How about that? If you don't get fined, you get an extra forty dollars off your fee. We had we brought a baby, and it was perfect. We get a we get a buddy pass or something for like that's great. All these parents would be benadrilling up those kids before they get on the plane, great. which I'm all about. Great, yeah. it keeps all us normals from having to deal with your baby. That's called the Magic Kingdom, Brett. Yeah, <laughs> and the risk on Magic Kingdom performance with Benadryl is that some kids go nuts on Benadryl. They get worse. They, the go, they go the other way. So. Did you ever have the problem, Brady? Those with Kirby, Kirby. Yeah. on a plane. No, the, usually the time was uh, taken off. Uncomfortable yeah. because of the compression, well, the but the, that's the and thing. And landing, and other than that, like Rich said, we we're pretty fortunate on that side. She was it we, a, we didn't fly too many times. You don't fly with babies. Yeah. That's the thing I'm saying. There's no reason to fly with a baby. A couple ever. times going back for the holidays when she was really young. Ever like really young talking and stuff. But if it's a sobbing three year old, the parent can stop it. No, if lap. it's a sobbing it, it, infant, it, 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 it didn't last Alex long. In, in, yeah. As a lap baby, yeah. probably three times. Oh, for what? Going back home to Montana. Oh, see, now that's you should have flown mom in. That's the. That's but for the, the most part, the if they're looking cranky, back, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that should have been. Fall the asleep. They, you know, it's like it's 15 minutes. Yeah. Well, but this was 45 like minutes. This is 15 minutes of a crying baby is too much. 45 minutes, which was what this guy complained about. 
Just make it because they charge you for everything. Just say, hey, you're bringing a baby on there. It didn't pay for a ticket, a lap baby. If it's disruptive, it gets charged a ticket fee. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. So, are you willing to take that risk? And people will be like, I can't believe you're not going to let me... You're, are you willing to take a risk or not? When Kirby so started deposit. crying the first time, I yeah. I stood up and got the flight attendant. This lady can't keep this baby quiet. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. If it didn't pay for a ticket and becomes a focal point of the flight, it owes for one ticket. That I mean, it was tough enough at a restaurant. You you went out for the first time sure. with the restaurant, yeah. That's and then uh, yeah, you know they throw. Fit. We're not going out. We're just not going to do it. If you're going to charge me for my luggage, you need to charge them kids, their luggage. parents for their yeah. luggage. Yeah. And their luggage, my luggage doesn't scream and run yeah. around. My, my luggage doesn't shout. Or put them down there with the luggage. Put a deposit <laughs> down. It. There's the kids section. There you go. Put a deposit's deposit a good down, idea. Then you get your deposit back. Yeah. And that way, dudes like this guy who loses his mind and he's gone viral on it, he's going to get charged. And it's like, look, we have a system in place. Those right. people had to pay extra money for that. Because one of his arguments in it is, go, did that kid pay for a seat? MFR. Yeah, did that, that, did that mother pay for a seat? <laughs> like, that's hilarious. He's right. That kid's flying free and Lap wrecking child. everybody else's deal. This is a solution. A, a penalty for that miserable little STD on your lap that you have to fly somewhere. Babies don't ever need to fly. That's a fact. I, I, you can argue with me all day on that. A baby never needs to fly. Ever. Ever. It's only selfishness that keeps you putting that baby on a plane. And every parent goes in with their fingers crossed. Babies don't need to fly. But we had to see his grandparents. Well, what's wrong with them? They're adults. They could have flown this direction. They didn't have the money. You had the money to fly to them. Give it to them. You could have flown grandma and grandpa out. Yeah, baby doesn't appreciate travel. Doesn't care about where it's been. Never needs to be on a plane. Ever. This kind of makes sense. Airlines charge for everything except screaming babies. They fly yep. for free. That's right. Screaming <laughs> babies fly free. Unless they scream. This is, as a person who flies a lot and being a mother myself, 100% agree with John. Keep babies and toddlers off planes. You can make the decision to have a child. Uh, you made the decision. Uh, you drive everywhere until they're four or five. Fact. <laughs> this one says Holmberg is an idiot. Yeah, me and my family are going to drive across country to go on vacation. What are you taking a baby on vacation for? I don't appreciate any of it. <laughs> we'll, we'll remember. We can fly and just leave the baby at home? Yes. The baby on vacation? You're wrecking your own vacation. You want a baby on the beach for? It doesn't know. Three, four, there you go. You start moving that into plane. But babies? They don't need to fly. Ever. We're taking the baby to uh, Tuscany. For what? We're doing a wine tour. Well, the baby doesn't need to go. You're just... It loves olive oil. Yeah. We really think he's going to enjoy the Tuscan sunsets. It's, it's a mushed up dumb baby. It's not going to enjoy anything. It likes strained carrots. That's its peak of enjoyment. Baby on a plane. Boy, my world would be so perfect. Oh, 100%. Mm. I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you even carry a baby. Have the nerve to say I'm getting on a plane with this thing. <laughs> like you're just—it's tough enough um, 
when you're doing, if you did that lap baby thing, you know, up to two years old. That's they what can I'm fly talking about. Lap. Having a lap baby oh. is what I'm talking about. The ones that don't pay yeah. for a ticket. How dare you even broach the subject of bringing that on a plane? I'm going to bring it with me. What? Why? It needs to see its grandparents. No, it doesn't. It doesn't know what grandparents are. Billy, I humbly disagree. You could call me an idiot all you want. I'm right. And I speak for the masses. Nobody wants to see your baby on a plane. Look at it. Next time you drag your little pile of baby on a plane, watch everybody you walk past on the plane go, oh, no. And fingers crossed they don't yeah. sit next to you. <laughs> got to fold up the baby chair. Delaying your flight. The thing's going to scream and yell. Oh, no. The last thing I want to see is mom dipping her finger in some children's medicine and putting it on the kid's lips, too, because now I know, oh, they know they have to drug it, and it might not work. It's, it, it's been heavy in uh, baby on airlines because you got that pitcher that complained about his 22-week-old wife yeah. having to or clean 20 up. Or 22-week pregnant, not 22-week-old yeah, wife. Week. That's a terrible thing. <laughs> pregnant wife cleaning up the Cheerios yeah. and the mess it's, the kid left. And he was a, a Toronto Blue Jays pitcher. Yeah. His wife, 22 weeks pregnant. Or 22-week-old baby. No, 22 she's 22 weeks pregnant. Hey, she had her pregnant. other two Oh, kids the other rats with were with her. Oh, yeah. The other one throwing the Cheerios chucking around. Cheerios all over the plane, and the plane made him clean it up, and then he wrote, like, some sort of Twitter thing. You can't make us do this. Like, you shouldn't have thrown he, he things all over It was the place. just her traveling, and, uh, yeah, mo- uh, right now, most of the people are like, no, you should clean that up. Always clean up the Absolutely. chunks but of garbage you leave But he was saying she's 22 weeks pregnant. Well, then he like, should have no. paid for someone to fly with her then. if he could, He's a major right. league ball player, for yeah. Christ's sake. He should be right. concerned about his 7.6 uh, ERA right yeah. now. <laughs> right. Yeah, he's giving up, you know, towering home runs. I can understand why he's upset, but your kids are dicks. <laughs> Robert says, when you go on vacation, you kennel, kennel your dog. So kennel your kids. There's got to be a place for it. <laughs> We have to take our baby to the Bahamas. Why? We want to be with him. Well, then be with him at home. Why are you subjecting everybody else to this decision? They'll be fine. They'll be down below with the pets. <laughs> I wouldn't mind that <laughs> in the non-compressed the baby day. I'm saying. It would be okay if we could just load them in pens and stuff them under there. But no, lap babies, you run their $250 fine if they get, if they get mousy. At the discretion of the uh, people on a plane. Like the marshal. It has to be something. Or a vote. A vote by all the people. Like, do you think we should charge them? My hands would go out my game. My hand would shoot up every time. Here's another idea. Now that we get them. Churches have cry rooms. I still think you could have a little area in the plane that would be a cry room. <laughs> yeah, but now you You got, know, maybe like you're you, taking six or eight seats. That has to be a really... Good size soundproof cry room, and you know what that means. We gotta pay extra ticket fees. They're gonna be extra claustrophobic to pay for the cry room installations. Now, (laughs) flight's gonna be more expensive for me. It's all babies. It's all their fault. There's one for you. Here's another one. We could take that technology they're doing with them birds, reanimate some of those Sid's kids. (laughs) See, immediately it's bad guy behavior when I do it to people. Birds, it was okay. You, you take a few Sid's babies and make them drones, and all of a sudden, I'm a bad guy. We're using I, the birds for research. Right. Larry, Larry's cringing right Let, now. Let's do Sid's babies in. to learn how other babies act. <laughs> See? My point is made. Y'all, that's terrible. Why, would you, why are you doing it to birds? I have a 10-month-old, this says, and I resort to staying at home because I have high anxiety and I'm afraid I'll have to choke slam my newborn to keep him quiet and keep people's <laughs> eyes off me. Ryan, you're doing the right thing. That's a good parent. 
you forego your rights as a human citizen for about 18 months when you have a baby. You can't do normal oh, stuff. There was two or three times that heading into the store and turn around. Starts, nope, we're not going. We can't go in there. And that's good parenting. That's not subjecting other people to your mistakes noises. You got this guy's like, I got a 10 month old. I'm not running the risk. Now imagine if there was a tariff on it, if it went nuts. I would have to pay for his ticket. You get a freebie unless it's disruptive. Then you pay full fare. I think that would keep people from bringing those little lumps on there. They'd fight. It's just not right just because I've had a... We were all babies once. Can't people be more accommodating? No, since the beginning of man, people have hated crying babies. It's never going to change. No, we're not going to be accommodating. We hate your baby. You love yours. We love ours. Nobody likes someone else's. Oh, that dude is, that guy's a hero. I want I want that guy's name, the black guy on the plane that went nuts. <laughs> a hero. Finally. On the show. Somebody said it. Did that mother <laughs> pay for a ticket? Because <laughs> I did. <laughs> He's talking about a baby and he called it a mother. <laughs> That's gangster. I think I love that guy. I know I do. See, but you know, and Billy. Sir, language. That baby doesn't understand. Uh, baby doesn't understand a thing. John, I'm for one, I'm glad to say I've never taken my kids on a plane. Good parenting. They're 18 and 16 now, and the streak is still going strong. <laughs> Good. Keep them, <laughs> keep them grounded. Let them figure it out. Yeah. Once, you can, once it can communicate and you can tell it, like, you need to shut up, and it understands, then it can go. Like, three or four. start, But, boy, one or two? There's no reason to take that thing anywhere. We, I, I, we did it. Yeah, you were she wrong. She was two. You were wrong. And, uh... She was pretty good, but that was over overseas. What, what in the world did you do that? We went to for Christmas. Oh man, that's just a lot of risk. It was. Would you have Rolled done the it? dice? Would you have done it if there was a chance that you get the full fee for the flight if she's loud? No. Thank you. I rest my case. This is a perfect plan. It keeps babies off. It's like what Trey says: keep your babies off the planes. <laughs> I suck you. No, no, no. We kept her in the Magic Kingdom the whole time. Yeah, you got to drug him up. I don't know, dude. One ticket for our daughter to fly down here from Alaska with our grandson so we can see him versus four tickets for myself, my wife, and our two teenagers to go see them. Quite a price difference there. Then don't take your teenagers. <laughs> they don't care. They don't want to see your new nephew. They'll work that out later. They live in Alaska. They're not that close. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. You can fly the baby and the daughter down, but she lives in Alaska. You go see her. And by the way, you don't love the baby that much if there's a fee that keeps you away. <laughs> the rest of your family doesn't want to see your right. nephew. <laughs> right. It's just you. Well, it is just you. But if you're like, geez, that's pretty high price to meet my new my new granddaughter. You don't love that kid very much if there's like a, it's, eh, I'll wait till prices drop. You didn't want to meet him that bad. John, you want to quiet down the other plane? Go the other way around from your fee. Let the entire plane have a discount if that baby disrupts the flight. That's a good idea. Then things will get taken care of when yeah. these planes have to start giving refunds to the entire plane. Oh, yeah. No, you'll see some people stuffing babies in boxes. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Too expensive to meet my grandkid. That's nuts. Hmm. You don't love that kid at all. Hey, you know it's what, too John? too pricey to meet him. I'll wait. I'll wait until the prices fall. I love that. 
You know what, John? In 20-odd years listening to you, I'm really starting to think you don't like kids. <laughs> yeah, it's not a thing. It's not a good thing. I don't mind them. So long. What I don't like is that people have let them go nuts. I like a kid well-corralled and well-trained, like a puppy. I don't like a dog that's going nuts either. Got to train it. I don't forgive. I don't suffer the noises and go, well, it's just a baby. Well, it shouldn't be here on this plane. Where are you taking it? This is a great, this is the best text we've gotten in years. It says, take it from me. Babies ruin vacations. Signed, Casey Anthony. Boy, is she ever right. Thank you, Miss Anthony. That, that lady gets child rearing. She should write a book. I'm just saying. Now, I, I, you, you'd have a hard time explaining to almost everybody why a baby needs to go on vacation. What's he taking a vacation from? Was he all stressed out? You should take a vacation from him. I get that. But bringing him with? Nah, that doesn't make any sense. Kirby will never forget the Vatican. Oh, she already has. Was she, how old is she at the Vatican? Two. Uh, that's ridiculous. You wasted a lot of time and effort on that. And you made everybody uncomfortable. Like, all right, we, we're on this kid's time. Two, John, I really like your idea, but I'm a bit of a menace, and the menace in me wants to just front the money you're talking about for the fee to begin with, and then let <laughs> let, let my fly. kid scream with no sleep and yeah. its head off the entire flight, let just so everyone fly. can suffer. I like that. <laughs> yeah. And to the frugal grandpa that doesn't want to meet his grandma that much, going to take his two teen sons or whatever that, that look. When when did you ever want to meet your nephew? The other thing? Never. Never. Still don't. <laughs> right, right. I don't really care if I ever yeah. meet a nephew. Who cares? I got a couple nephews. I, I think I, I know do, one I of them's name. Yeah. I'm not real sure. When they become adults and people, maybe I'll meet them and I'll like them. But right now, I know I won't. I, I got nothing in common. I mean, my brother and sister, when they had the kids. Right. They're not. I didn't ask them to come over there. You know, I was right. solo. It was easier for me to go over there and right. get it. But if you're thinking to yourself, oh, I'd love to meet my new nephews, that's great. But it's going to cost too much. You didn't really want to meet your nephew that yeah. much. You don't want to meet your family members too much if they give you a bill and you're like, nah, not worth it. It's like the old joke. It's like uh, there's the vet tells you how much the operation for the dog's going to be. And then you start weighing the dog's personality versus the cost. <laughs> it's like, well, is his, is his company worth $1,100? Now, to me, all dogs are worth it, but some people have to weigh whether or not the love and compassion of that animal being in the house is worth taking a twelve or $1,500 hit for a throat surgery. Some people make a different decision. Same thing with your kids. I like my plants. I should run an airline. First things first, no drone birds. Then the airline thing, we'll, we'll focus on the other stuff. I'd have a perfect plane. Ugh. It's called JSX. That's actually the perfect airline is called JSX. That's right. There's never been a baby on a JSX flight because those people know better. They were raised right. Uh, it's 726. What do you got on the big board of musical treats, Bert? Uh, wake up song time. And, of course, it's brought to you by Action Ride Shop. If you want to get up early this weekend, unlike some of us, and hit the trails, <laughs> <are you> <laughs> head on over to Action Ride Shop. They're going to set you up with the right bike, the right gear. And if you already got that bike and gear, well, head on over there. they got the best wrenches in town to maintain that bike. So actionrideshop.com as well as check them out on all socials. And go ca- catch up with the boys on over there at Gilbert Road and Southern. Got this email that says, Holmberg is so right here, I don't even want to hear 
hear an argument. I've left my kid at home for over 50 years now. Yeah, Signed Toledo's yeah, dad. Yeah. Here we go. Ah, <laughs> Be more like Toledo's dad when it comes to the baby. Take him nowhere. <laughs> uh, on the list, uh, Pantera, White Zombie, Metallica, uh, Slipknot Primus, Hell Yeah, Mastodon, High on Fire, Falling in Reverse, Skinny Puppy, Godsmack. Uh, Stain released a new song yesterday. Danko Jones released a new song last week. So, Ooh, Danko, huh? Mm-hmm. Is it good? Danko's Danko. good. Is uh, Stain's new one good? Go Danko. It, it's heavy again. It's Is not, it? It's not a ballad. I'll let you choose which one you want to hear the new one. Screw that guy. I'll, yeah, okay. Toledo hates. <laughs> Danko. You know what? Because of the behavior with our station, Aaron Lewis has displayed during yeah. interviews for you. Yep. Multiple times. The worst part is I like their music. I like him too, but dick. he was just horrible yeah, to you guys. He's a horrible like person. The, and, and I don't know what he'd done to Toledo, but Toledo's just on the side of uh, <laughs> Brett, I think, yeah. on this one. And I'm with you. Team just, mentality. He's just a dick. Yeah. He, he, and he had to experience it mm-hmm. trying to be nice to him in an interview, and the guy couldn't want anything to do with it. So we'll go right to Danko Jones, who has always right. been great to radio people. <laughs> What's it called? Guess who's back? Back good, 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 good. Judy. I got it if you need it. Okay. All right. All right. We'll do it. Uh, there is an F-bomb. Wait, do I have to just guess? No, I got it. <laughs> I'm up, man. I got you. What you talking about? And it's up front. Okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got it right away. This is, this is actually... Dedicated to the baby. I was going to say, this sounds, like, this sounds like the transcribed thing of what that guy was saying. Guess yeah. who's back? Me, mother effort. Danko Jones. Loving this. All right. New one. Guess who's back from the great Danko Jones. The, the, the guy who should be more famous than... Oh, wait, yep. oh, so many people. I scared. Yes. Is that? Oh, man. That's a little teaser. All right, we'll do it. Stanko Jones, guess who's back, everybody? It's 98. He's out of control now. You've been listening to Holmberg's Morning Sickness Podcast, brought to you by our friends at Eric's Family Barbecue in Avondale. Meet, mesquite, repeat. Eric's Family BBQ.com.